We're calling this one Jackal's Review because that's what it ended up being. The last time you heard from us was literally the night before we went on our trip away to Jackal's Hide. So me and Angus sat down to just do a bit of a review. It was going to be a short one but it ended up being its own episode. So obviously it's been a little minute since you heard from me. I had some integration to do when I came back from Jackal's and had some personal stuff to sort out which has ended up very positive and I'm, I'm very 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 thankful for that also though and this has only come to me in the last day or so the podcast there's no other way to explain it comparatively to the other years previous exploded last month across a US mainly and whilst I was very very humbled I'll be honest on the mic here and so actually I I cried when I realized it was a genuine thing Uh, that's how appreciative and and humbled I was by it however I've been hesitant to get back on the mic and I I, and yeah there was as I said there was some stuff I had to sort out which ended very well and that's awesome however I realized over the last 24 hours that I was actually suffering a bit of imposter syndrome I didn't think look I do this show because it's a passion project. Uh, I love the research, I love the guests, I love talking to people. However, I don't really think about the fact that there's thousands of people listening. And when it exploded, I think that sort of blew my mind a little bit. And coming back from Jackals and integrating that, and, and I'm now at a point where I can obviously jump on the mic. However, I just thought I'd share that with you guys. You know, because despite... Everybody has their issues, right? I mean, you know, this is a, a a review of us camping. However, it really ended up being a a mental health retreat for the seven men that went out there. And I just thought I'd be honest in this intro and, and mention that. Got some awesome interviews teeing up, uh, some very cool guests coming up. You, you, you guys will enjoy that. Thank you very much for your support. Please look after yourselves. Stay safe. And look, mental health, it's important. You know, when we do these things, that we do them properly or do it properly. Thanks very much. We're on Patreon, Unlocking the Code. If you want to throw some support our way, that'd be awesome. Instagram, Facebook, give us a like, give us a review. The reviews do help the star system on the on the app. So if you can do that, I know it's a pain in the ass. So please, if you could do that, I'd appreciate it. That's it. Look after yourselves. Be kind, be cool. Be disciplined, and we'll talk soon. Cheers. Once again next weekend Found me out drunk again And I never will forgive myself For putting you through all that hell
I went from high school dropout to factory labourer, slave to the clock until four. Went from sleeping on the floor to being out on tour. Now no stopping me. I finished with the bang like a Cobain's biography. Uh. take flight yes well we are looking at flight we are look that is the next chapter of earth's forbidden secrets number 11 however it's been a hot minute uh haven't released an episode this month we missed you welcome back yeah we missed you we, we are back we weren't going anywhere however sometimes we need to take some time to integrate and, 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 and an, un- an unexpected break but a break nonetheless that was well worthwhile absolutely absolutely very worthwhile however we we did mention last time you heard from us that we were on our way to Jackals, where we've been and we've come back. And we thought we'd promise the boys uh, a Jackals review. And, yeah, I think there's a fair bit to unpack, man. I suppose, you know, like we said before, this was a trip that it's been in there. It was for your birthday last year, year before. 
Yeah, last year. We were going to go in November. Mm. Was it the year before? It might have been. We're in 2022. Yeah, we? yeah. I think it was the year before. It was the year before. Yeah. Yeah. So this was, you know, 18 months, 16 months in the making, right? Yep. And yeah, we we did a practice run to Sundowner and that was good fun. And yeah, then we headed out. And some some idiot wanted to go at stupid o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes, um. Because <laughs> it starts a good adventure. It did, All no, good it was... adventures should should see the sunrise on Absolutely. the first day. Absolutely. I totally That's agree. the opening. And, totally and we I, did we stop for the sunrise? Like I definitely appreciated it. No, we didn't stop for the sunrise. We did we stopped just after. After. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember saying to Jace, who was in my car, we we're looking out the window at it. Just like check that out. Because it was yeah, like just, there was a tree line. Yeah, and then it was, was just, just yeah. It was slowly the light was slowly, you know, going that was dark purple to the light purple. It was and a then, magnificent and then finally cracked the dawn, yeah. And look, there was, look, you know me, man, I'm up for an adventure. So, you know, you didn't have to really have to talk me into it. <laughs> what no. time are we leaving? Tell me where I need to be. And where right. I need to be. Mate, you guys got lucky that we didn't leave at two o'clock. <laughs> we nearly left at two o'clock. <laughs> it was last minute that I decided to leave at four. Yeah. And then I purposely made a stop and appreciate the journey the whole way. Absolutely. And then bang, we were right there at nine. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, I suppose the only look, the road trip was good. The only really event is that uh, a couple of big roos bounce in front of you and me, and Robbo smash one. <laughs> Man, well, it was a funny story, you <laughs> yeah. know, because because Jason and I are cruising along, and uh, I didn't even notice them, and Jace pointed like pointed them out to me, like, "Wow, shit, roos. They were reds too." I'm pretty sure. Weren't they? Oh, they weren't reds, but they, they were just big, big dogs. Yeah. Um, I don't think we get reds this far no, no, in. This, but they had that that tanny color they to did them. Did have didn't a they? bit of a tinge. Yeah. You're right. They weren't like full blown gray. No, no, no. But um, yeah. Anyway, I remember sort of as I passed them, I glanced and I did a little slight swerve to the left mm-hmm. just to sort of pull away from mm-hmm. them a little bit mm-hmm. as I went past. And then I, after we'll pass them, I said to oh. I did. I saw none of the carnage because I've got the Max tracks across yeah, my right. back yeah, window, yeah, so can't I can't see. see. Yeah. And I didn't see anything out the side mirrors. I said to Jace, I was like, holy shit. I think maybe enough ruse have died on the road that they're finally starting to learn. Mm-hmm. They're getting some road sense. Because I said, normally, <laughs> normally those ruse would have yeah, came back at me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sort of thing. Well, but see, I was right. I was behind you. You were right, right behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, 30, 40 meters behind you. And what you. were they doing as you passed them? When I passed them, they sort of started to do these ones, you know, uh, I mean? sort yeah, of a bit of unsurety. They, I think they were bouncing across the road and they sort of started to bounce. They went around me. So, like, so past my driver's side out the back around me. Yeah. I didn't come anywhere near them, but I definitely saw the pair of them. Yep. And then I'm like, again, I didn't see. I mean, Robbo was a bit further behind me. Yeah, okay. Um, and I didn't see that, but then there was just no lights for ages. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm <laughs> Maybe pretty sure someone just smashed one of those roofs. Yeah. And yeah, then there was a – the way that – I mean, it's there's no other way to put it, but the way that roof landed was spread eagle, which is very weird. <laughs> never seen place. it. Never, never seen, seen it before. That, never. that before in my life. And what our international listeners have got to understand, yeah, we like taking the piss out overseas people about how many roofs, but we see dead roofs. All the time. Oh, the trip was scattered with them the whole yeah, way. The whole way. The whole yeah. way. And, but, and, and that's over our lifetimes as well. Never oh, seen a roo go flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, no. 
flat on its face. Yeah. Yeah. Back spread legs, eagles. Yeah. Back leg spread eagles. Yeah. But that was really the only the only uh, event, you know. That, uh, but yeah, we got there, man, and met old mate, nice fella, Rod. Rod, good man. Everyone gets a goat. Everyone gets a goat <laughs> with the first line of the weekend. That was it. The one liner. That was it. That that started it all. It everyone started gets all. a goat. Everyone and we all looked at goat. each other like, and we well, went, "We're going to get a goat." Fuck yeah! Everyone gets a goat. <laughs> yes. So he, oh, he upped our spirits. He did. Gave us a little reality <laughs> check. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. Tell the story about he, the hunter. You tell that story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Well. Because we were asking him about hunters and, you know, what have people brought in and all that sort of stuff. Because remember, and he awesome show, listeners, it's yeah. a bow hunting property. And so. he's, he's showing us a map of the property with all the, the points, mm-hmm. the sort of waypoints marked on it. Like, here's the river crossings, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just sort of glances up at the group and says, the real bow hunters, they move into this area and told the story about this one dude that that walked in and walked back out with the scalp of a dog wrapped draped over, it, over, draped it, over it, his it, head. It was draped over his head, yeah. Yep. And he had antlers sticking he, out. He the had the cape of a deer on his back. Yeah. And, and a and, and a full packed. goat and over shoulders. his shoulders. Yeah. And that was the standard. And he walked back out with that. And we were like, yeah yeah that's old may set the bar that's right. sort of thing but it was just the way he glanced around the circle when he yeah. said real, real bow hunters. hunters yeah we knew exactly how he felt about us <laughs> seven city boys <laughs> with big eskies yeah. yeah a lot of supplies a lot of supplies um, um and yeah a good time in mind yeah we knew right then and there not to get our hopes up too much but everyone got to go. No, no, we didn't. No, one even, no, no. no. Uh, Robo, no. Robo reckons he saw. Robo saw three goats. He saw three goats, does he? Uh, okay. Nanny and two kids is yeah. what he saw. But they, we saw goat tracks. I think he. We saw so much. So much. The, in terms of sign, there's mm. a Tenerfield Creek runs through the middle. Well, not even the middle, but like half. Th- anyway, through the property. Yeah. So large majority of the area that we were able to get access to was was sandy riverbank mm. or rocky, or, or, rocky or, the flat or like river f- the flood around it sort of the flood area around it so mm. it was sort of a sandy loam mm. lots of prints lots of sign lots of pig sign lots of goat sign mm. lots of deer sign mm. how fresh some of it was is questionable mm. but the fact that there was a lot of activity happening out there and what i found too is that over the few days that we were there I began to see which was fresh and which wasn't, right? By the darkness of the soil, the exactly. turnover, got the moisture, to be able, that sort of stuff. Even you know without I mean? any expert instruction. That's right. Yeah. Just from your own ability to see the difference between mm. one zone to the next, mm. you mm. know, whether they were pigs rooting mm. or bloody deer bedding mm. or goat tracks or, mm. you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, we were able to just through collection of data, start to discern the difference. Mm. And it's like, oh, well, that looks like this. It must be newer. Mm. So then what does extrapolate from there, yeah, et cetera, right. et cetera. I think, I think the number one takeaway from Jackals is 5,000 acres isn't as big as you think it is. No. Um, we had ideas of day-long treks across properties and, you know, yeah. compass and a cut lunch and we were worried we weren't going to get to everywhere. And yeah. It took exactly. us about two hours to get to every spot on one side of the property. And, and well, and and by day three, we worked out once we got been used to the tracks. Yeah, you'd go from one end to the next, 
in 10, 15 minutes. That's right. Yeah. Like that's that's basically what it felt like. Once we got to know where we were and where the tracks connected yeah. to, yada yada. Yeah. Yeah, we worked out real fast that hey, it's not that big. And look, yes, the second spot we went to was heaps better, but I'm not upset. We stopped at the first spot, so we dude, we had experiences down that first spot. That first spot had Yowie vibes, man. Yeah, did I? Um, yeah, it had full Yowie vibes. Oh, yeah. um, we all had a little freak out moment when a uh, tree that Dan half cut down earlier <laughs> in the day in the dead silent crackling fire of, of the night the tree that came go. crashing down and poo escaped all of our bums because <laughs> the yowies were coming because yeah it was already feeling like yeah he's yeah. like i went out collecting firewood right on dark mm-hmm. as the light was dropping it was spooky man and you know that road mm-hmm. that went kind of down to nowhere it just didn't go anywhere yeah. it didn't go anywhere it just went to the edge of the creek yeah, sort of thing yeah and dropped off mm-hmm. yeah well that was a corridor of like doom right because i'm walking down there and it just felt so ominous there was just Mm -hmm. this feeling and the scrub was just thick enough that you couldn't really it all looked the same too when you got out there as well catch your eye Mm. you know as it as the tree sort of flicked past each other isn't it fascinating the other spot zero no one cared zero feeling yeah no it yeah it felt good mm. in that second spot. The first one, yeah. Everyone had an experience. Wasn't comfortable. Mm. No, it mm. wasn't a comfortable spot. But, yeah, in saying that, first spot, you know, was was good. Mm. It was a good spot. Um, and yeah, then, it's, it's still a good spot. And, again, another good thing, accessibility of firewood. Wasn't that amazing? Oh man! Just the river poles of Riverwood. Just walking. Yeah, into the Riverwood. Bush yeah, exactly. And just it's basically up against trees. It, it just became a competition. How much can you carry back to the fire? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. What's the great. biggest log you can drag back? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It was amazing. <laughs> and they're all there. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you, whatever you can grab. Mm. So no, it was excellent. That was that really helped in, uh, like minus three degree. Yeah. Three degree Celsius. The third night was the coldest day. That was. That was pretty two cool. Plus, I reckon. That was yeah, definitely pretty cool. So no. Uh, that really helped. Mm. And um well, I saw six deer. You saw six deer. I saw six deer. Yeah. We we all went out on well, me and Triff went out on a uh hunt stalk one afternoon. What was it? Ooh. Second day, third day? Uh second day. Second day. Second day afternoon. Now Triff left camp. No, third day, because we, we reconned second day, went third day. And then, no, must have been because we went no, in the morning the next day. Second, must after, have been second day. Afternoon of the second is when we went. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I, I came out up because there was a hill behind us. We, we were backed onto the river. Check Instagram for some photos. Um, I'll post some more once we post this uh, show as well. But we were, had a river and a beautiful spot uh, with a big rock wall. But there was a hill behind us, directly behind us. And I could see the valley. And I'm like, and I, we had a chat. And I was like, you go, I want to go along the river. And I said, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to go up the hill and then down into the valley. And I think, well, I don't know, we took off about 12, one, somewhere in there. We were gone five or six hours. No, I think, I think you it- left uh, about two. Was it two? And I think I left it. It was about an hour after you, about three. Because, mm. yeah, we'd teed up to go. But then... You thought I'd gone 
but I was like, no, I saw you. I, I I asked where you were, and someone said you were fishing. I was like, oh, well, listen, I'm going to go. If he yeah. comes back, tell him I'm gone. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. So that's what happened. Yeah. So you went about an hour earlier, but you went up the hill. Mm. So yeah, the hill, the hill kind of. Well, how did you describe the hill? Yeah. Look, what, I'll, what I'll do is I'll 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 go through the what I went through up there, and then maybe you go along the river and we'll, right, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll join up. However, yeah, so went probably three quarters of the way up a, up a you know, probably hills a few hundred metres tall, I would have said, um, a couple of hundred metres tall maybe. And I sort of stopped about three quarters up just to take my breath. Like it was a bit steep, right, you know, marching up there and having a drink and being quiet. And then I heard something. And I'm like, okay, so that's an animal, right? So I knocked on, right? Got the, got the, got the arrow out, knocked on. And then I... Uh, crept over the edge of the track uh, to sort of head down into that ridge line or into the gully. Uh, and I glassed a mama roo grey uh, with a joey uh, about 85 metres away. Uh, and, of course, I'm not going to do anything to a mama and a joey, obviously. So I thought to myself, oh, well, it has now gone from a hunting exercise to a stalking exercise, right? I thought, okay, how close can I get to her before she sees me? And I got within about 45 before she hopped away, which I, I took as a win. You know what I mean? Like that was, I took that as a win. Um, and then I started sort of scrambling, couldn't find the animal track. It was pretty steep country. Interesting. What I found cool about the experience uh, for me during that period is I, I was testing my gear. All right, how do I stow my bow when I need two hands? You know what I mean? And I figured out how to stow my bow on the back of my bag, um, which was cool. Uh, understood the gear a lot better. Found out that my boots squeak. Been wearing Oliver's for 15 years. Didn't know they fucking squeaked. But guess what? <laughs> when you try and sneak around, they squeak. Um, and yeah, anyway, I come upon another one of those uh, red wallabies. And uh, sort of we were, he was sort of looking at me. I was looking at him. But uh, I, I have to thank the the wallaby gods because he showed me the animal track down to the valley, right? So I was like, thanks, man. So I just sort of followed, you know, went in his direction and then found the track and, yeah, wandered down the gully. And it was a little bit eerie in the gully. And I was sort of walking out and just sort of, well, what happened was is that the whisker biscuit fell out of my bow and I figured out my boots squeaked. So I sort of gave the game away i was like that's cool i'm just going to walk down here and see what's going on and yeah anyway i get to the end of the of the gully and i, I start to smell tobacco and uh i'm like what's that smell tobacco for sure right and then i smell the campfire down the river i'm like oh i must have been that and then you hear that right turn around and you're <laughs> perched up on the on the ridge line having a, having a smoke so it was it was perfect man you know because I had a really cool thing, like let's say working my gear out, getting comfortable in the gear. I drew down, you know, I didn't draw, but I, you know, I knocked on and and followed the sign and was very, very quiet. And, you know, it was hard to be quiet in that country too, man, with all the sticks and all that sort of stuff. Like it took a little bit to find your footing and, and how you would actually do that. Um, and yeah, looking at the, at the different types of poo, you know what I mean? Which is more sign and understanding what, you know, looking at the different shapes and types and, um, was interesting, you know, carrying it, putting some in your pocket so you didn't get to, you know, adapt, you know, the animals thought you were them. Have a look, I did sort of reflect upon that. We sort of were blaring heavy metal from, you know, 
eight till eleven the first two nights. So whatever animals were there, <laughs> long gone. Yeah, we weren't exactly silent and deadly. Uh, however, man, the fact that we, you know, how long we've been shooting the bows in the backyard, all that stuff, the fact that we got to um, do that and that second day, but I think the third morning was was cool as well, you know what I mean? Because it was more intentional. Like we, we you know, and I'll, and I'll let you explain where you saw the deer and stuff like that. Um, but I think just the, I, I don't care at all that I didn't, shoot anything or didn't have a shot at anything i learned so much about reconnected with some of the bushcraft that i knew as a kid as well like you know what i mean like i, I used to do that a lot of stuff i was in scouts and cubs and you know we used to spend all that time in the bush and um you know i um i really appreciated that time to reconnect with that side but also you know how many videos and conversations and all that we've had about that you know what i mean and just to do the thing um and man i had an awesome time i i yeah i had an excellent time and yeah we'll talk about the next morning we had how did you find the riverbed mate because you, you had you had a bit more luck i just saw ruse you saw deer yeah so i left a little bit later than what triff did and because of that i knew where triff was going and i'd i'd made my plan to basically go along the edge of the riverbank um, there was to start with, there was a road that sort of head in that direction and I like a track, a vehicle track. And I didn't know how far into the scrub that went, but I thought, well, that's where I'm going to start. And part of my motive, uh, part of my reasoning on that was the valley we were in faced North and we had a, a sharp, uh, brisk westerly coming sort of across a valley. And what it was doing was it was, it was catching the ridge line to our to our north and it was it was kind of hitting the ridge line and bending and coming down the sort of valley that we were in so it was bending that westerly into like a northerly basically so it was it, to walk along the riverbank it was blowing straight into our face and same thing for triff when he went up the hill he was walking straight into the wind because yeah. it was coming towards him yeah so that made it easy and it was probably you know, maybe five to 10 Ks an hour. Yeah, it, was, enough. it was enough, it was enough to, to uh, rustle the leaves a bit, but it wasn't a howling westerly no. sort of thing. So anyway, I'm pushing into this nice little headwind um, and I'm cruising along this sort of track, this gravelly track. And I'm maybe, so the river bank itself there's a large sort of floodway in the river, in the riverbed. The yeah. riverbed is about. Yeah. From the major rains that we had earlier this year, they, they yeah. widened the river by a good 50 meters, I reckon. Yeah. So the river might be like a hundred meters wide, mm. but there's only sort of 20 meters of it. that it's is actual, actual river running river because yeah. it's died right back down after flood time. But there's all this sort of rocky riverbed. And I'm not, I'm up out of that and about 10 meters behind the tree line. Because there was a game trail that ran along the edge there. After the road, mm. you went over a little sort of bulldozer, sort of pushed up tussock. Yeah. Then there was a game trail out the back of it. Mm. And that's what I transferred onto. And I was cruising along that. Plenty of shit, plenty of footprints, mm. you know, plenty of sign. Mm. One thing I didn't see all weekend, no rubs. That's true. No yeah. rubs on trees. That's true. 
Um, so yeah, where the uh, bucks are, I don't know. Yeah, we didn't see any. Yeah, not that that'd be fresh. No, that'd be old, but still didn't see any. Didn't see no, any. No, yeah, it was all. Yeah, that's true. Actually, so that's possibly further up in the in the forest mm. where we didn't get to, mm. where the real bow hunters, go. where the real bow hunters go <laughs> and drag dog skulls, yeah, over themselves. So anyway, um, I'm cruising along after and it, they get a go, and it wasn't far from there. I've maybe walked 500 meters from the heavy metal camp. Yeah. That was cranking chainsaws earlier in the day. Yeah. Cutting up firewood. Yeah. Maybe 500 meters. Yeah. And I've caught sight of a doe. Um, I'm not too sure what sort of species are down in that area, like specifically. Aren't they reds? I don't mean I didn't see them, but I thought that's what we were looking for. Well, I'm not too sure if reds are that far down. Yeah, right. Like I know there is axis or uh, what chittle. did we see at sundown? I suppose we didn't get that close. Sundown, we saw fallow. They're the Bambi deer. Well, that was the spotty, light tan, mm. spotty fucking. It was literally just over the hill from that. So does that what exactly we saw or probably. Well, there were some darker does in amongst them. Because you saw six, right? I saw six. All Did you identical. Glass these? Yes. Yeah. So they were all identical. Mm-hmm. Um, dark brown, sort of reddish. Yeah. Um, medium length fur. Yeah, right. Not super short, tight, sort of medium. Mm. So they could be reds. That kind of matches the description. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, I know there's, yeah, chittle and fallow in that area, mm. but chittle are quite small. These were decent sized. So anyway, probably reds. Yeah. We'll stick with reds. We'll stick with reds for the time being. Yeah. And the, um, so yeah, here I am cruising along and now I'm in, by this stage, I'm not, I got off the, once I got off the road, I'm not in trekking mode anymore. I'm sort of stalking walk, mode. Stalking mode. Yeah. I'm walking along pretty quietly, mm. eyes peeled. And Conscious of your surroundings. Exactly. Yeah. And um, sure as shit, yeah, one doe pops out. She's having a drink down on the riverbed. Yeah, There's a little, a couple of little water, holes, little water hole there. Yeah. And I freeze and I, I took a couple of quick steps back just to put a couple of trees in our line of sight. I'm kind of semi crouch at this stage and i'm i'm sort of poking my head around the trees to get a, get a gaze at them mm. and that's when i got my binos because i got the binos on the, on the harness pouch, yeah that looked good man it looked useful it was yeah and like just you just let them go and the elastic in the harness is enough to keep it sort of to your chest yeah right. so it's not just wobbling around all over the yeah, place yeah, yeah but when you need them you pull them out and you can get them into position easily. Like yeah, it's not right. restrictive. Yeah. I look, as I say, I watched you use it. It was a good. It looked cool. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I was glassing her, and two, three, four, five, all popped their head out because there was a section of the creek bed that I couldn't see. Yeah, because it was, was sort of the drop off into it the might water have been hole four there. meters yeah, deep, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yep. the drop off into that actual creek bed yeah, yeah and they were kind of tucked up under that edge i couldn't see them mm. so they popped out and by this stage i've got my phone out with my left hand 
because my first thought was no one's going to believe no me. one's going to believe me if I turn around <laughs> and say I've just saw I six, saw six deer. does they're going to be like bullshit I lost all five yeah <laughs> bullshit you saw six deer and everyone did and well of course all bullshit no I believe you man I believe you because I saw you just after you'd done it and you're like man yeah. I saw. I, I was. I was flaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, I, was, I was the first. I was the first person that saw you. I know you. Saw I you. was the. I was the best hunter. From after I didn't shoot a deer, for the next three hours. Yeah. I was primal. Yeah, just right there. <laughs> My senses were tingling. Yeah. I was aware of everything. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so I'm sort of crouched down now. I've got my phone out with my left hand, and I'm I'm glassing with the right. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm gonna put the camera up to the binos. Yeah, yeah, and get a get a zoomed because in I photo. can get a zoomed in photo because we all know iPhones. Are- yeah. So, I was in the process of doing that when I think this that lovely wind that I was speaking of spun around. It didn't. No, no, no. It was it. The wind did its job the whole time, but at one point, it did its job a little too well. And something snapped. Yeah, the branch snapped. And I thought it was you. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was you trundling down the field. <laughs> something was like snap psh, in yeah. the bush, maybe 50 meters along the creek bed up in the trees mm. past me. Yeah. Because I'm looking at the deer at, say, 45 degrees yeah. to the riverbank and something at about 90 because they all sprung up, heads up, it didn't look at me, looked at 90 degrees straight to the riverbank, paused for 10 seconds, and then... Do you know what it was? Gone. Do you know what it was? What? That rock wallaby that showed me the way down the hill, Yeah. he broke a branch when he took off. Right. That's what it was. Well, that cunt <laughs> cost me. Because <laughs> I, was, I, was, I sat there, and for a moment, I had a flash of anger. Because I was, I was looking in the direction of the noise and I'm like, if I see camouflage come down that hill, I am going <laughs> to fucking scream bloody murder. But I, was, I sat there in the moment and I was like, no, no, it was, a, it, was, it was a branch snap for whatever reason. Yeah. Probably that wallaby. And um, yeah, 10 seconds later, gone. Didn't get a shot of him. Nothing. And I was like, that's how fickle yeah. bow hunting can be. Yeah. It wasn't even me that you spooked didn't do, them. You didn't do anything. You were, you I were did actually, nothing. I did everything right up until in, that point. I hadn't had time to fuck up yet. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You you were you were you were in position. They didn't see you. You saw them. Yeah. You could have begun to stalk up on them. And yeah, I would say that it was that that rock wallaby who, yeah, he hopped away and he broke a branch. Now, from what I looked at after that missed opportunity the stalk into 40 35 40 would have been pretty easy saying that from yeah, a beginner's right. standpoint yep, absolutely because yep. where i was i was we well, could get on top of that ridge line and you got a downward shot well i reckon i, I was going to go directly at him like well a little bit to my like to my right but um then creep down to the tree line on the edge of the bank. Yeah. Now the main problem was we don't practice shooting down on things. No, we don't. No, we just like shoot from a tree stand yeah. kind of perspective. That's kind of what I had shooting down into this Creek bed was as if you were in like a tree stand. Mm. 
we've never practiced that. That's no, that's something that not. I learned. I was like, oh, I've never shot down on a target. I probably should do that. Yeah. So yeah, if you're in a stand, that's well in or just in that situation, shooting mm. down on a, a bank on something that's drinking. Mm. So anyway, that that was the lesson learned from that experience. But we decided to go back. Well, oh, well, hang on, hang no. on, woo up, woo up. You told your whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to finish. No, um, <clears throat> let me clear my throat. No, um. So anyway, lost opportunity. I continued along the game trail and I'm like I said before, senses are tingling. I'm wired at this stage. So I can see sort of up the hill. Cameron Haynes, take your heart out, mate. Like that's up, oh, man. Oh, you Remy just... Warren, take a seat, brother. Steve Ranella. I'll harvest <laughs> you some meat. I was, <laughs> I was in the moment. Anyway, I'm scanning along and my brain is going a million miles an hour because I'm like processing data better than a computer it's trying to think of a processor then just for a moment i was just story, like man. and anyway <laughs> so there was the the valley gully small valley um off to my right and that's the one that that triff ended up coming yeah, coming down because yeah. he was up that valley hmm. but i crossed that and i th- and fucking took a moment to wind myself and i was like nah the wind is at my back if I go down that valley. So hence I didn't go down there. Otherwise we would have met down there. Mm. So I continued along up the, out the other side of the valley and along that, the bottom edge of that ridgeline within the trees mm. continued along the, basically the same um, game. There was another game trail running through pretty much at the same level mm-hmm. cruise through there, scanning, scanning, trying to see where those does went. Cause Oh, that's the other thing. The sun was in my eyes. So the does disappeared into, into the sunset, sunset. and I couldn't see couldn't see them. Yeah, because it was just setting on the hill then. Yeah, it was, it was just, just at the yeah, yeah. wrong height yeah. that it was just, yeah, they disappeared into the starburst mm. of light. And I was mm. like, can't see where they went. So anyway, I'm keeping my eyes out for them. Drop into the next valley. I'm, I'm about a K and a half from camp now. Mm. Drop into the next valley and um, automatically knew I was like, yeah, I'm not going to, that's the wind's pushing straight up there. Was so, an interesting Valley though. That second one, it, it was, it, you, it was, like yeah, if we, yeah, it, it was definitely, there was some good spots where you would, uh, in the correct wind, mm. you could definitely stalk it. There was, there was so much sign of trail through at, like a, mm. a, just a massive mm. game highway. That's right. That bottom of that Valley. Yeah. You could sit up in that, that thicket. Mm-hmm. off the bottom there like 10 meters up off the bottom mm. on the right wind and just wait for them mm. anyway I, I continued through that valley out the other side and when i went up the hill on the other side there was i hit a fence after the top yeah yeah and i started to make my way down towards the creek to see if there was any gaps in the fence where trees had fallen on it or anything like that but I didn't, I, there was no, it, it basically, the fence continued unbroken all the way to the edge of the Creek and dropped into the Creek. Mm. Now, like I said, sun was in my eyes, so I could not see up the Creek at all. Um, very well. I mm. could, but not clearly, mm. but the sun was probably maybe 45 minutes away from going behind. Cause we're down in the Valley here. Yeah. So it was about 45 away from going behind 
a um, the the hilltop on the other side. So I thought, bugger it, I'll sit here and just wait because the wind's dead in my face. I've just where my wind is going. I've just walked, Mm. so I'm not worried about anything back behind me that might be spooked. Just wait for the sun, see what the wind does, and what pop what was there perfectly at the end of the fence line was this nice little sort of rock seat so i sat my fat ass down on that seat just constantly just scanning my surroundings upwind of me mm. and i thought you know what wind is perfect i'm gonna blaze a doob yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so i was like never a better time mm. So I blaze the doob, and then what do you do when you blaze the doob? You finish it off with a nice fucking Peroni Caroni, mate. Yeah. Hand-rolled fucking mini cigar. And then some numpty come walking out of the... No. Well, it got better because I actually had a moment of bullshit because after I've just sold it to myself that don't worry, everything back behind you is already spooked because you've just walked through there. So you don't have to worry about your scent because the wind's blowing stiff into your face. I was like, yeah, sweet. I'm just going to chill here, look down over my kingdom, wait for something to die. Well, from downwind of me, I hear something like, and the picture that instantly entered my mind was a fucking stag with eight points hanging (laughs) off it, just pushing through the brush. Yeah, because I'd given up. Yeah. yeah, You're stomping along sort of thing. I just, yeah. And I'm like, here we go and i've reached for my bow still can't see anything yet because because it trips down round the corner yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'm like that thing is definitely coming in my direction <laughs> so i reach for the bow and i've got it kind of sitting on my lap as i'm sitting there on this rock and i'm like i've just about held my breath at this stage i'm like here it goes here it goes and then next minute this absolute stag of a bloke comes around the corner and just pauses in front of me. And I was like, Oh, I smelled the tobacco smoke. Yeah, that's it. And I was like, that's not a stag that I wanted to shoot. So <laughs> I um, smelled the tobacco smoke. I so like, then what? I watched, I watched for a bit. <laughs> he sort of, cause he's looking now, cause where I am at this fence line, he's now standing at the edge, edge of it just below me. And he's looking around like, yeah, where am I going to push on to? Where's the best? I can see his hunting mind kind of working. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting there and it wasn't a, I didn't whistle. I did a, I, I did my imp- impersonation of a doe call. I was like, oh, oh that's right. You did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At you. And you, to start with, you sort of, the first one, you're like looking around a bit. I was trying to ventriloquism. <laughs> Like throw send, my voice send it, send it up down that the way, yeah. sort of thing. But no, he got me on the next one and spotted me pretty easily. I was a little bit disappointed with how easily he spotted me. Actually, I was like, <laughs> "Shit, I thought I was more chemoed up than that." But anyway, yeah. Then you told me, "Yeah, okay, oh, I could smell tobacco," so I was looking for the source of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, knew, I knew it wasn't campfire. No, because I'd I'd come about four hundred meters down that. That gully, yeah. right? I sort of went right up the hill and then sort of angled back down. And yeah, by the time I figured I'd lost my whisker biscuit, because I heard something down that valley and I went to get the bow out and the, the inside of the whisker biscuit was gone. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm ineffective now anyway. And then, yeah, we walked, continued down the creek bed. Mm. What did we walk? Another K? Yeah, about that. Probably another K down the creek bed, just dropped down into the creek bed mm. and walked along it there. Mm. 
Lots and, of pigs, man. Like I, I yeah. for a moment there, I'm, like I, I drew my knife because I mean I've yeah been been around pigs before, man. Well, like yeah. they will come at you. You know what I mean. Once once we hit the bottom, we were right on the edge of the creek bed mm. because I explained to Triff. I was like, I don't know where the deer went, and the river. You were trying to see a way across off. it, yeah. So we're they to see where we where they could have crossed. That's they either swum across the river, or oh, they went across those rocks that we found. That little, yeah, yeah, possibly, or. As we, what we were thinking was, they possibly bedded down because there was a lot, or not bedded down, but hiding in those tree yeah, areas. There was holes. There was a lot of holes, man. On the creek bed itself, there was mm. heaps of like tree, like big thickets of trees mm. of uh, bottle brush, calistamens. And yeah, there was so much sign, like pigs and yeah. stuff, just all rooted out underneath it. it. And yeah. it was pretty dark too. That was when I saw a yeah. bit of contrast. It's like that's fresh yeah. compared to that. You like. And that's not that long ago. So yeah, we we were expecting something to come root, oh. rooting out of one of these holes at well, any moment. You know, I carry the, the bloody knife on me for a reason. That was the only thing I had. If a pig was going to come running at me, <laughs> got to try yeah. and do something. But yeah, you you were knocked on on the other side because yeah. was there was so much sign there, yeah. wasn't there? So it just much felt fun. like something was going to yeah. going to either See sneak something. up on something yeah. or spook something. Well, we did sneak up on something, right? But yeah, the yeah. problem is we didn't <laughs> we didn't see it. We didn't see it, and which, it did, which was a bit worrying for. If it had been anything else, yeah, but no, we we come across the, a, another one of those red wallabies, and yeah, he was bedded down, and we got within easy within shot distance, easy, yeah. and he sort of, oh, I reckon twenty meters, yeah, and he stood up on the on the rock too, and went, you know, he was all proud, like could have definitely, I mean, I mean look at what am I going to do with that man? Like I'm not out, like no, the thing is, it's illegal, yeah, They're native animals yeah. can't kill native animals, yeah, yeah. No, pest animals. Yeah. That's what we're there for. Mm. But um, yeah, but the fact of the matter is we're within 20 meters of him. Mm. And we were quite in Australia. In, in Australia, ruse and deer work together because mm. ruse are fucking everywhere mm. and deer are flighty little bitches. Mm. So you spook ruse, they spook the deer. Yeah. Basically, that's how it works. Mm. Um, so yeah. The fact that we got within 20 meters of him and he didn't even know we were there. Yeah. That was that was really good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Showed showed we were doing something right. Mm-hmm. But I think outside of that, um, and this has sort of turned into a an extended jackals review. However, that's okay. Um there was also, I mean, because we can't sort of leave the conversation behind without sort of talking about the fact that everybody in their own way throughout those period of days actually found their own space man like i mean i'd I'd been on a a journey and i actually had been on a plant medicine journey as well two weeks prior and yeah i jumped in the river (laughs) five times man it was so cold cold. so cold uh but i I had to do that you know what i mean i did it twice over two days and then i did it one more time i happily let you have that i know jace came in once but i was like can't come in again man he's like no dude nope (laughs) I touch toes in it, man. I'm a Queenslander. Yeah. I don't like my water below 20 degrees. Yeah. But no, I, look, and I think that was a big part of integration. I think we all came back with a, a different perspective. And, you know, and you, you're saying the same thing about, you know, the, talking to the boys about it, um, you know, and I think. Yeah, no, it was a good trip on multiple levels. Yeah. And, um, you know, just growing growing outside of what you think a, a boy's trip slash hunting trip, you know, is mm. 
and yeah we took the provisions for it to be every every part of what you think a boys trip is mm. we stepped outside of some of the stereotypical you know and we all we all got those moments of silence and solitude yeah. and even even in a rowdy bunch of seven dudes drinking and listening to music sort of thing everyone had those moments to step away it was that was the kind yeah. of vibe yeah, um, I sat off, by the river the a few weekend. times, man, and then, yeah. and other people, other boys were sitting by the river by themselves, and and that was the whole vibe. It was basically you do you, man, whatever, mm. whatever's whatever, you know. Yeah, that's um, it. You do you. Yeah, you got five thousand acres. Yeah. I don't have to hold your hand. No, and everyone sort of got that message straight mm. away. Mm. So yeah, there was a lot of individual out individuality mm. that came out, mm. but a lot of group sort of bonding at the same time. Oh, we can't sort of. How were the stars, man? Mm. How were the stars that second night? It was cold, but how? I mean, wow. Like, well, that brings me on to our second uh, one liner for the weekend was, Did you see that turn 90? <laughs> that came from our friend Mangle. <laughs> and I didn't mean to crush his vibe, but I sort of jumped on him pretty quickly, purely yeah. down to the fact that we were sitting in this, this massive Open clearing. Field, massive. Massive open in a field. circle, all looking up. Yeah, seven dudes sitting in a circle. We're all watching the sky. Yeah, and at that stage, you know the immense clarity of of the Milky Way and everything, because there's no light, oh. no light pollution. Yeah, you could see it was it was pretty light. amazing. You could you could sink into it, and yeah, it was like yeah, you you get sucked into it, eh? Because yeah. you couldn't, if you were looking up, you couldn't see the trees no. around you. They're far enough and low enough. Well, see, I far enough away ground, and low enough. I was like just like. Yeah, right. Yeah, I didn't lay on the ground. Hats off to you, sir. Mm. No, I, I, but I had enough covers, man. I had enough yeah, jackets on. I was yeah, like, you true. know what? I can lie on the ground and it'll be fine. So I did. But seven dudes were all sitting there simultaneously looking at the sky and we're all taking it in turns to call out the, uh, the shooting stars and the, the media's meteors that we were seeing. And every time we saw one, no yeah. one ever saw one alone. There was yeah. always two or three other people yeah, that would yeah. see one. Yeah. Well, Mangle tried to pull out a, I think saw I just a saw a UFO. Turn 90. Yeah, it, that star turned 90 degrees. And I, I, I jumped on him pretty quickly because <laughs> just because I was like, dude, there's seven dudes here all looking at the same patch of sky. No one saw it. I think if you saw something, I think was, at least someone else would have seen it. Because, mm. yeah, you're right. Although people, and, we, and, the, and what do you understand about the, what the meteorites and stuff we were seeing? We were seeing a few every minute, like there was. Oh yeah, because that, that's it, how that's how clear the sky was. That's right. Yeah, right. In you know the tiny ones through to you know what I mean. There was a couple of there was couple a couple of, of good big yeah, ones yeah. where uh, like nearly the whole group would see them. Yeah, yeah. And there was other real little, little tiny ones, ones that would yeah barely show yeah, themselves. I saw a few of those, uh, but none of them turned ninety. But uh, I think I think what I didn't say that I wanted to say to Mangle was. We're all hopeful. We're all looking for UFOs. Yeah. We'd everyone, all love everyone. to see one, right? We were, now. We were pretty much we're, in manifestation. We're, right? Yeah, we were basically I mean? <laughs> trying to manifest UFOs. We were simply looking at shooting stars to pass the time. Yeah. And when he came out with that claim, I think it was more out of the fact that we all wanted to be able to say that. Yeah. And the fact that no one saw any, we're like, no, you don't get to do that. <laughs> you don't. It's a serious business. <laughs> we really man. want this too, man. Yeah. We were trying to manifest UAPs and it just didn't happen. But yeah, I think, yeah, you get sucked into, sucked into that space, man. It's crazy. Like I, it's been a long time since I saw stars like that. You know, yeah. I used to see those, you know, when we're working FIFA and stuff, we'd see them. However, 
um, yeah, like just sink, especially lying on the ground too, man. Like, yep. you know, yeah. And, you know, everybody was in the state they needed to be in, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I sort of just melted into the earth and, and just was like on a, yeah, I was on the big blue ball, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was like, whoa. Yeah, holding on yeah, this, yeah. on this rock yeah, just, flying just through space. Flying through space, this massive, just, you know, four-dimensional bloody space in front of me. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was special too. Like, well, and, what? And all the boys got into it as well. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, wow, this is fucking yeah. amazing. You know? That was a super awesome part of the part of the weekend. Yeah. Probably my favorite part of the weekend, though was the afternoon of the third day when we went to that tit, that glassing tit. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. It was beautiful perfect. to spend that last afternoon. I've, you know? I, that scenery. And now this, the day before, the afternoon before, was a better visceral experience. Physical experience. As yeah. in me walking, seeing yeah, You're in the bush. You're, you're following track. Yeah. What I did on the third afternoon, though, was kind of the it was the fanboy in me mm. because what we did the picture sat on the ridge of what we did that afternoon that was i've seen that in so many videos yeah, 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 yeah. we were this quintessentially it was perfect spot mm. we had about a 270 degree view mm. of the valley mm. we could see multiple patches all below us, like clearings in the and trees. And you make a shit. little spot as well in the grass. You know and the I mean? grass was at perfect height. Mm. It was at eye height when you sat down. Mm. It was, dude, it's exactly what I've seen in every bow hunting fucking video that I've and ever was, seen. And, and, and again, we sat, me and you sat there quietly and yeah, towards the end, another wallaby, wallaby well within shot. Well past. within shot. The only reason he pulled up was because me and Triff were talking low mm. and I spotted him and I went, Shh. yeah. And he propped because he was cruising along, yeah, just hopping yeah, along yeah, yeah. Yeah. without knowing we were there. He stopped, propped, looked in our direction, didn't react, didn't react, and then just Hopped continued away. on his way. Yeah. No, no reaction as though so he, he didn't got see spooked us, or scared or anything. Yeah, he did. He us. just went, huh, don't know what that is. Back to business yeah. and off he went. Yeah, that yeah, that afternoon. That's what I want to recreate time and time again, but have in but in more productive spots. Yeah. So as then we get something. Look, I think if we went in there again for say two three days, yeah, and laser focused, no noise, yeah, no fire, yeah, right, headphones, and if you want to watch something, you know what I mean, like nothing, yeah. right, and we actually hunted and that's all we did i think we'd find stuff well you know judging by the amount of sign that i saw that looked fresh to me i mean what the fuck do i know but it looked fresh yeah you know what i would do next time is stay down where we were the first night and drive up to the creek crossing drive through the creek crossing park there right on the edge and then all that next section that we, after the creek crossing, that we pushed where, where we camped. Oh, we drove right. through and camped. Yeah, the other side of that river would have I would no, walk that. Yeah, walk that. From, yeah, I'd yeah, park yeah, at the side of the river yeah, yeah. so as I didn't get wet boots and then walk through the camp zone and everything and then through on to where we yeah. were. That would be where I would start. And I'd push Yeah, I get it because on there. the other, you, we stay on one side. 
well, we, the other side and then we the would, other side's not being disturbed. Yeah, so, and yeah. we were downwind we down were, there. We were, yeah. So anything off to that northern section where we ventured to mm. the second and third day, mm. it wasn't real. wouldn't really be disturbed by mm. us down there. I think either that, I understand, and that's a, that's a, I, I probably like that idea better. Yeah. However, my thought was camp up on top of the hill. Yep. Right. The, the yep. one that I walked up. Yeah. Right. Camp up there. And then, yeah, venture down into both of those valleys across that ridgeline. Like, yeah. For sure, you did. There's definitely something. In there. Well, I think that would be one thing you could do in terms of if you made a base camp mm. where I was saying, mm. still a quiet camp, but you could, you know, have a bit more action yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And then have a, hiking camp where you're saying mm. i would camp up near because at the top of the hill past where you went we haven't mentioned this yet but i'll mention it now robbo went further up yeah, and there was a little uh dam yeah. up there which is yeah, he saw a lot of sign there feeding S- saw some sign but yeah. it was old sign but i'd camp up there mm. and because that's a that's good water source yeah and then you could go on from there Mm. basically is what I was what I was thinking. So if you walked in and through that section and then up to... Yeah, the- no, but I like that. Yeah, have a base camp and a... Yeah, you could have a secondary swag camp or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, the next day you could hike out mm. after staying overnight, mm. hike back out all the way on sunset mm. to the car. And yeah, go ahead back. And then head out on the second night. Because, mm. yeah, I think... As I say, and you know, loved it. Loved the loved having a few drinks. Loved having to, you know a bit of a smoke and having some fun, and you know, and interspersed with drunken moments. You know, do you want to run? You want to run? Do you want to run? There's the next. Yeah. Do you there's want, there's yeah. the next one. Want to run? Bit of first night fever. Yeah. Big Gleno, charging on the rums. I think he had about seven, eight bottles of rum. On him, more rum. Just we smashed one. He smashed, smashed a whole, bottle a accidentally, bunch. and then just pulled another bottle out like it was nothing. Mm. And then the next bottle, and the next bottle. Um, There's plenty of bottles of rum. Mm. And, and he yeah. asked everybody. Leno was more than generous with his rum. Yeah, everybody. Any if you moved. Yeah, yeah you want a rum? <laughs> what are you up to? You want a rum? I'm going to get a rum. You got a rum? Nah, I need another rum. I think oh. he had two or three on the go. There. Oh yeah, they were interspersed around the camp, <laughs> depending on where he was. He just put them down, forgot about them, made another one. Bugger <laughs> it! I got that first night fever, baby. Oh yeah. Nah, listen, man. I think it's it was a very valuable trip, and you know, I had a lot of fun. Good bunch of boys. So thank you very much uh, to those fellas uh, for coming out, and um, yeah, a lot of takeaways. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. And you know, it's uh, look. It was a, it was a mental health retreat, right? That's right. It it definitely ended up being exactly what I had to convince my work. Yeah, work, the lady at work to give us four it people in the same team was. the time off. Yeah, but it actually was. Yeah, and you know what? That photo I took of of Glenno on yeah, top of yeah, the hill. That's beautiful, man. No, but I made that into a poster. I hung it up on her wall. Did you? You know what it says? Men's mental health. Do it properly. And that's what you need to do. You need to do it properly, man. <laughs> well, dude, what are we doing? Are we going to go into um, the book or is this a Jackal's no, review? No, I think this is Jackal's review, man. Like it's it's gone for, we've got 20 minutes left. So it's, out a, of it's, an gone for, yeah, it's already gone for an hour. So, so I think we, because we could tack a, an episode onto the back of this and make a really long one. Yeah. 
But do people want that? No, I think we've been we've gone. Whereas this way, we pause. If they want to hear about jackals, they can. If they don't, they could we'll jump to on the EFS. EFS. I mean, I'm still good, man. Do you want to do an EFS? Let's do an EFS. Well, look, man, I don't have much more to say apart no. from just appreciation, man. I think you know, and finding that. Uh, what I was going to say when we said we all found that peace and that. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. The, the when you find that peace, the trick is if you focus. But if you let go as well, focus and let go at the same time, you can find that peace anywhere, man. Yeah. It is actually a state of mind. That's that's one of the things that I've come back with, right? Sometimes a trip like that can just help you help you wander to get to where it is. Mm. And then you can remember the path. Mm. So when you're in a more chaotic environment, you're able to remember that pathway mm. into that quietness. Mm into that into that space where yeah. you can be quiet yeah. you know and and also be in nature as well mm-hmm. i think that was the to me there was absolutely no negatives about that trip at all no i had a really good time um made improvements already got a new hat and uh uh slouch hat on the way boots boots aren't on the way i reckon if i've got a bit of bacon grease there we just grease out the boots. Yeah, I think if we just grease the boots, because I did say to you while we were out there, nah, mate, they're all right. But I just kind of wasn't trying to harsh on your vibe, you know, because they not, were a bit squeaky. They're, they're squeaky, not all right. They're not all right, man. They're it's not, not okay. It's I not kept, okay. I kept you and Jace had the same boots on yeah. the next morning, and I kept hearing both of us all the time. I'm it's like, not okay. <laughs> it's not okay, man. So don't worry. But yeah, look the hat and the and the hat and the slouch hat cost me twenty bucks, man. The boots are a different kettle of fish because I want to. I don't. No, no, I'm just saying we just grease them up. Just grease them yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bacon grease. Fucking no. Uh, well, listen, man. I yeah. Thanks to the boys. Uh, you know, Robbo, Glenno, uh, Jace. Daniel, Jace, and you Jackie find, boy. Jackie boy. Can't forget Jackie boy. And uh, yeah, you find it was a good trip, man. He's um he's one of our fucking. Honored listeners, he my is, friend. He's a he's a coder man, and he he's actually a, listens he's, to us. And I had some really cool <laughs> conversations with him when we were out there, man. Dude, so, he's a, I, he is a cool I, young dude. I, man. I appreciate how he's developing. Jacko, when I was so just when so I was twenty four, I wish I'd made some of the life decisions he yeah. has. Yeah, he's doing he's, okay. Uh, wise beyond his years, that kid. He's doing okay, and the rest of the boys were good value. So until I next time, that's man. it. That's it, man. All right, thanks, boys. Thanks, everyone. If you're expecting EFS. Skip to the next episode now. Because thank you for listening to us. Because this ain't EFS. (laughs) It was a Jackal's review. This is Jackal's review. On you guys. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Do you want to go again? Let's do it. Go again. All right. I know you've been here before. No surprises settle the score I know the darkness deep inside Reckless rage, poison pride I know the anger, I know the pain When 
my time is through I know you I know you Wow! Yeah,